0: John but you did it yeah so many blessings i've been getting yeah and you're the greatest i admit it yeah oh my oh god yeah forget the times i ignored it yeah cause now we winning yeah we winning yeah didn't have to do it but you did anyway jumping out and fighting like a mario and i read it like a cardio celebrating like a party though so you don't want to get me started no cause he did it he did it he did it he did it for me yeah so many blessings and blessings Imagine, imagine on me. Yeah. all right y'all what's up <laughs> episode 11 episode 11 of the gifted connection podcast um it's been a little minute haven't been quite two weeks but i did give you some space in between to kind of do uh what you needed to do on the fourth of july i know some people still celebrate i think most of us just barbecue we don't really (laughs) we don't really celebrate the actual fourth but there is some insight i want to touch on uh, with the fourth of july i'm gonna do that in a minute uh but i hope that you Excuse me. Hope that you enjoyed your family, enjoyed your holiday, uh, enjoyed your day off, whatever it is for you. I wanted to kinda give you that breathing room, that cushion to now feel obligated to listen to me. Uh <laughs> and I and, and and then a part of me tries I, I try not to give too much too soon. Uh I would love to be in your face and in your ear every day, you know, if I could. But that to me would just be a little too much. I want you to kinda have time to Digest and chew on what I'm saying uh, And let it play out in your life So as much as I love Giving you uh, the insights That have changed my life and that have helped me I don't really Prefer to do it back to back To back because then You'll just become a hoarder of information And you don't get to ever apply it And so I try to give you Some time where you can play it once or twice Through the week that's why I try to go uh, A good little A good little length of time on the podcast. I never shoot for an hour. The spirit just kind of moves and we get to that point. <laughs> but I never say I'm going to talk for an hour. Um that's just kind of where we what we get to if I get to going. That's just me period. If you know me in my real life outside of this podcast, if you let me loose I'm going to hold you. You know, I'm 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 going to hold you for you got to cut me off. Even when I'm talking to people, I let them go first. Cause I know once they hand it to me, you ain't really you probably ain't getting it back. If I'm passionate about it. (laughs) And so this podcast is a platform that you don't get to, you know, I get to talk and you don't. So it's hard for me to cut myself off. You know, you can, you can cut me off. You know, you can exit out of your app. Uh, (laughs) But other than that, I'm going to go and go and go and go. And I respect the people who love it and who uh, push me to do more and always want me to do more and win the next podcast. You know, we're just trying to push the message out. Uh, I take that as feedback. Anybody asking me when is the next one? I take it as feedback and I value that and I appreciate that if you're sharing it and moving it and moving the message. I appreciate you. I don't think I can shout out everyone, but I try to if I see a post or if you tag me in it, I do try to like it. Uh, um, I try to share it or, you know, just just tell you thank you in a way if I don't have you, you know, if, you, if, if it's a text, I'm a reply, of course. Or a DM, I'ma always reply, of course. But if you're just sharing it, you don't even have to tell me. You know, share with your people, share with your friends and family, and really just share the message. You don't really have to share me. I'm not one of those people like I want you to promote me. Like I want you to promote the message, and that's why I'ma always say something about Christ. I'ma always say something about uh, my Lord, our Lord. You know, I'm always say something about our God you know, because when you push that message, you push Christ. And so it's not really about me. I want you to, I want people to be, um, helped in this process. I want this podcast to have a purpose. And so, um, I appreciate that. If, if you haven't, speaking of apps, if you haven't, uh, liked the podcast on the app or rated it or reviewed it, whatever it is, whatever app you use, I know majority of people are using Apple podcast. Uh, we got, Google Podcasts, I think Stitcher, Spotify, um, is it Breaker? It's, it's, it's so many podcast apps out there. I can't even name them on the top of my head. But whatever app you're on, rate it, review it, and share it. That's three things. Just dot, dot, dot. You know, just rate it first, then leave a review, and then give it to somebody else. That's all I ask. Um, I'm not asking you to buy anything or pay for anything. Uh, <laughs> I'm just asking you to give something away. Uh, sometimes the messages that you know are shared through these kind of these kind of platforms. That's 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 all the inspiration people get, the motivation people get. If I read scripture on here, sometimes that's the only Bible people, people you know hear that week. So I just like to move a message across. Um, but I, I do know it was like about a week and a half since the last time we've gathered together so uh it feels good to be back i got a little show for you Uh, i'm not gonna be long and i say that every time and then i get long i don't intend to (laughs) be long but when if the spirit moves in that direction like i said i'm gonna have to try to cut myself off but i'm just getting back from the gym too and the gym is my think time gym driving gymming and driving and all of that when i drive i think and when i work out i think believe it or not I don't uh, push myself as hard as I should Because my mind is always going I think creatives can Agree with me on that <laughs> When you have like a really um, Strong Creative side Your mind is always like going and going And going and going, what's next, what can you do What can every Everything around me is Some insight or inspiration Or something And I, I have to uh, Put those thoughts where they need to go And when I'm watching TV, I can't do that. (laughs) If if I'm reading a book, I try to put that book where it goes in my mind. And so it's like when you're driving and when you're working out, that's my time to think about everything and put the information where it goes in my head. I don't know what that's really called. Uh, It's probably a term for it. (laughs) But a lot of times that's what's going on in my head. Uh, A lot of people count their reps in the gym. I'm I'm probably thinking about something from two days ago it's a blessing and a curse to think like that and to be as creative in my mind as i am it's a blessing and a curse because you never shut your brain off and i know somebody out there know what i'm talking about it's just it's it's cool when you need it (laughs) and then when you don't it's like i just want to you know chill or go to sleep or have fun you got to shut that creative zone off and that is tough that is tough man but um moving along I know last episode, episode 10, not the Monday mind Shift, but the episode 10, I talked about it uh being um what is it, six months. I talked about halftime, six months. We're about to go into you know July and da 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 and you know getting ready for half of the year. And I love just I don't know, it's just something about this time of year that I love and I hate, but it is what it is, it's life. Um today in Texas, I'm, this is Thursday It was so hot <laughs> and, and and when it's hot Or when it's extremely cold We, we say it, like we mention it Especially people from Texas It's just, I don't know, I've been living here my whole life And after 30 years, it's still hot You know, we never get You don't get used to that kind of heat It's just hot <laughs> But I've come to terms with uh, The heat Being turned up At a certain time of year and i think what you can take from just nature in itself is at the in the seventh month of the year july and the eighth month august you know it's gonna be hot like the pressure turns up right before fall like it heats up before things start to change It heats up before the leaves fall off the tree. And I love this time of year because it's just everything is more intense. You know, it's cool. It's fun. It's the summer is, but it's hot. And then after a while, it's fall. And so I said that to say what you do now in these months, uh, you have to actually turn the pressure up in your own life. Because I can guarantee you that you have to go hard and apply added pressure because things will change for you. Whether you want it to, whether you're ready for it to, uh, the seasons will change. And you have to start getting familiar with the seasonal changes of your lifespan. You can say it's hot all day, but it's. The pressure cooker is life is turning it up and it's preparing you that things will it, there's about to be a change. And I don't know what your change is. I don't know what fall looks like for you or what it will look like, but I do know everybody has one. Everybody has those seasons where it's spring and it's fair and then it's summer where it's just hot and rainy. <laughs> but if if you put this, the right seeds in the ground uh the sunlight and the rain of of summertime and late spring will benefit you in due season and i think i've talked about that before there's seasons and then there's due season and so you have to be prepared for due season you have to just endure these uh pressure cooking months and get ready because things will change for you fall is coming whether good or bad Leaves will fall off the tree. I don't know what that means for you. It may mean uh, you lose some people. It may mean uh you lose a job. You know, it, it may mean a loss that actually benefits you. But either way, summer will turn into fall. And so you have to be ready for that. And it's just symbolic in the year that at the end of the year, it's winter. And in winter, uh, there is no. Putting seeds in the ground. There isn't a lot of rain. It's 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 cold and it's uh, time to hibernate. It's it's time to gather and store up things. And so I just love how a year goes. And so July is just it's it's more than just it's hot. You need to apply the right pressure to the right situations because there is a shift in seasons about to take place. And I really want you to understand that and 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 don't just <laughs> let the year fly by and you don't understand you know what's going on seasons are changing uh, outwardly and internally for you and i need you to be ready for them and so i just i just uh it's it's a love hate relationship with this time of year but it's it's the truth if we apply the principles that nature just gives us and so um that's just something for you i hope i do hope you enjoy um Traveling. I know this is like a travel season and people do travel on the 4th. I know uh, (laughs) we have our feelings with the background of the 4th, 4th of July, you know, but we do use it for eating and barbecuing and traveling and all of that. And so I hope you enjoyed that and that you enjoy this season, but that that you're also uh, applying pressure. Because the, the, the turning up the heat, like I just hope you're turning up the heat on certain situations and not just getting burned but you're applying some pressure and you're burning up some stuff as well you know (laughs) but with the 4th of July I noticed something that we kind of miss um I was thinking about this uh on the 4th you know everybody's running to you know my niece and my nephew they they are you going to you know it's just firecracker day for little kids they love the fireworks and the firecrackers and all of that um, but the celebration is really America uh, declaring their independence from Great Britain. And it made me think about what is our own uh, internal declaration of independence? Not the countries, but have you actually declared your independence from bondage Uh, have you declared your independence from whatever's holding you back i think your dream is on the other side of your independence what america did they said that the 13 colonies wouldn't be subject uh, to great britain's rule and they were going to separate themselves and that's really 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 important um as as much fault as this country has That's a move that we all have to make. Because there are things that have power over us that we need to separate from. There are people who have influence over how we govern ourselves that we need to separate from. And so what you have to understand is your fireworks come in your life and your celebration comes in your life when you can declare your independence from whatever is controlling or governing you. That's very important before you embark on your journey to do great things and to, you know, have the best and have more and have abundance. You have to declare that I'm not attached to that. That I can I can declare my independence and then I can. um, (laughs) I can write my constitution like I can write what I need to write for my life. I can say that I govern myself by these rules. Whether that's your health, your wealth, your spirituality, your relationships. Everything that you do, you need to first declare that you're independent, that you you can separate yourself from fear. Uh, you can separate yourself from self-doubt. From worrying and anxiety uh, From group think Or limited beliefs You have to be independent And I'm telling you that Because that's the first thing You're going to run into When you step out on faith Is that when you step out on faith You're going to realize That not everybody shares your faith Not everybody really believes It can happen like that And so if you're still thinking like them You'll slip back into where they are. And the thing is, they mean you well. But you have to declare your independence. You'll have to declare your independence from habits that got you where you were. If you want to get where you're going, you you have to declare your independence. You have to write your constitution. Your bill of rights, what do you have the right to? That's really symbolic. And uh, (laughs) and I'm not. (laughs) If it's one thing you can take from America, even with its flaws, I'm not going to touch that. But you have to declare your independence before you walk in purpose. Because everybody else, including your enemy, including the devil, including other people who just don't have the same faith and they operate in fear. They want you. And the only people that make it, gifted or not, is people who can say. I'm independent and I, I got to do it my way. Like, I, don't, I I can't go your way. I can't do it your way. I'm independent. And these are my rights. This is what I'll build my country on. You have to find a Great Britain of your life and then say. I'm independent from that. And I don't think many of you have done that. You want what you want, but you won't declare your independence. You will not separate yourself from it. You're not set apart. In your thinking, in your belief system, in your faith, in your prayer life. You pray like the group pray. And you're wondering why there's no fireworks in your life because there's no independence. There's no declaration. I'm just being real with you. You have to say, uh, this part of me, I got to do this. I'm, I'm going to set up the government, I'm going to set up the systems. I'm going to put the systems in place for my dream, for my goals, for my relationship, for my marriage. For my bank account Like you have to say like I I really can't do it The way my boss does it Some of you need to Declare your independence From that situation That you know Isn't gonna turn out Like Different than the person That's over you It may be some family As much as you love them Y'all don't think alike They Great Britain (laughs) Moving on But for real, for real, declare your independence before you start chasing purpose. Before you really get off into this thing, because it's a commitment. It's a commitment. Like it's 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 really It's a journey, I'll say. Like it don't start and stop, like it just starts and it goes until you die. (laughs) Life is like once you break off into purpose, you ain't gonna never stop. And so you have to make sure that your identity is separate and apart from other people's expectation and what they identify with. Because I read this today, I I read it, uh, a quote that said purpose, uh, it was in a book, uh, what's the name? Uh, I'm bad with that. But the the quote, uh, the author said, he said, purpose is your identity in action. He was like, Purpose is your identity and action. It's really uh, a reflection of you. Like, you're already that person. It's just not in action yet. So, you don't have to chase purpose. You don't have to, like, go find it. It's you. You know it. You just trying to make everybody else, like, okay with it. Most of y'all. Most of you know what you do well. You know why you're here. You need a little guidance and a little direction, but you know. But the reason you have that fear and that doubt because you haven't declared your independence from the way everybody else thinks about it. Scary, but true. <laughs> and I just think it's really uh, <laughs> symbolic, like, like that. The Independence Day is 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 in July when we when we turn up the heat, when we turn up the pressure. And so I need you to really declare your independence. Set your own system, set your own rules and live up to them. That's really like, that's what this lifestyle is about. And you have to do it. It's tough because everybody won't understand it. <laughs> but if you stay where you are, someone else will control and govern you. And you'll never get to celebrate. You'll never have fireworks. You'll never be your own country your own business. your own family where you can control the time and dictate the time. because you can't declare your independence from the way the group thinks. It's crazy. <laughs> but that's that's just that's just the way it is. But I just wanted to throw that out there with the 4th and then uh I moved on. Uh after that we let me see. What was that today? Oh, we drove to Houston man I'll tell (laughs) y'all driving is one of my think times so Houston is about a three and a half ish four hour uh, drive so I had a lot of time to think um we rolled down for my cousin's wedding uh congrats to Catherine and uh Marcus on their wedding Uh, I wish them nothing but the best nothing but success nothing but health wealth and happiness um that's a big step that's a that's a big step but before i get into that wedding i noticed something really 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 crazy when i'm driving elena was with me she was my, my date to the wedding of course so we're going to the wedding and i noticed that when i'm driving <laughs> it's hard for her to fall asleep and i'm like i can tell like she, she was sleepy i could tell but something in her was letting her go to sleep. And what I noticed was I think it's hard for people to let go of control and put it in someone else's hands. Because Elaine, I'm telling you, when I'm driving, she don't fall asleep. And I noticed like she one of them people, she don't know I know she do this. But <laughs> if I slam the brakes, like she had this imaginary brake with on her side and the passenger side, and she's slamming her foot too. She don't know I know she do that, but she does. But it's just symbolic to the to the fact that she's not one that can easily be a passenger while someone else is driving. It's hard for her to be a passenger. And let go of total control. Of where we go. How we get there and if we get there safely. I'm not saying she don't trust me. I'm just saying she don't go to sleep. <laughs> and for me, it's different when other people are at the wheel, depending on who you are. I'm the person you don't want in the passenger seat because I fall asleep. I'm comfortable. <laughs> and I said that to say this. You have to become the person. That's not comfortable with other people driving your life. Some of you are too uh, comfortable with a situation that you can't control and you need to be more alert. You've let other people drive for you for too long. You've let doubts and fear take the wheel. You let depression and anxiety take the wheel and you're comfortable in a passenger seat when really you need to be awake making sure that even if you're not all the way in control you're still alert and can add to the process y'all see that you're wondering why it's tough for you to get where you need to go and it's simply because you're okay with someone else getting you there you're okay like you sleep You don't you don't even have like like Elena be having the whole GPS. She had the GPS in her phone like I know how to get to Houston. She but she had the GPS cuz she wanted to know what time we was going to get there. And what time we was going to get back. She didn't even use it for direction. She was trying to make sure like how long I got to sit in the passenger seat. <laughs> and you and it's not wrong. And if we adopt that spirit for our lives when we're not In control of the situation all the way, we'll do what we can to be a part of the process. You can't give up your whole process to somebody else. You cannot be in the passenger seat your whole life and get comfortable. That would not work. So even if you're in a situation where you can't drive. If you're not in control of the vehicle, I don't need you asleep some of y'all falling asleep on your dreams and somebody else driving you got your purpose in their hands you got your future in their hands you got your kids future the generation after that in their hands and you sleep (laughs) you giving control to somebody else but you're not participating in the process anymore that's a problem That's a big problem. And so what I need you to do is if you're not going to be in the driver's seat, I need you alert. There are some factors uh, that are going to be outside of your control. No lie. I won't lie to you. Like, I won't lie to you and act like you're going to have sole control of of your journey at all times. You won't. You won't have. like I don't care if it's your Christian walk, uh, if it's your job. (laughs) <laughs> like there'll be some there's going to be some factors you can't control, but you can't check out because you're not in control. Like they got a rule when you ride with certain people it's like okay, you got to keep the driver up. Y'all know that? Like y'all know like when <laughs> if you're not if you're not at the wheel, you at least like you run the radio, you keep the driver up, you try to spark conversation, you you assist as best you can. And a lot of you, when it comes to the abundance that you want, when it comes to the prosperity, when it comes to more money, when it comes to a new career, when it comes to a better relationship, when it comes to your prayer life, you've gotten lazy, you've fallen asleep, you've gotten comfortable, and you won't even assist just because you're not at the wheel. You don't know how to do anything if you can't do everything. That's a problem. That's killing you. And I don't want to <laughs> hurt your feelings because I get it. If mom, if my daddy is driving or my sister somebody, I'm going to fall asleep. I trust them. And so what I want you to get is it's not about trust because some of you have given other people control simply because you trust them. You checked out of your own process because you trust someone else to make the right choice for you. You still have to be present, is my point. I talk, and I was thinking about it, I was like, this girl fighting that sleep. Ooh, she's tired. Ooh, she. <laughs> but she wouldn't check out for nothing. She was doing all she could. Because it's not in her to just let me drive. She dozed off here and there, but she caught herself. But she's one of those people, strong will, gotta be in, gotta be involved. Gotta be involved. And if you could put that spirit into what you want out of life, and you're always hands-on and you're always involved, even when you're not in control, you're about to go from point A to point B with ease with ease i'm not saying that you know you shouldn't roll with people that you don't trust i'm not saying that what i'm saying is nobody should have you should (laughs) nobody should have that much control over your uh journey i had two thoughts at one time nobody should have that much control of your journey you shouldn't be that comfortable when your life is on the line when your dreams are on the line when it's food in your kid's mouth and it's on the line it means your soul like i i I release power to a lot of things but when it comes to my spirit my spirituality my soul like i'm in control and i know that about me like i'm gonna read the bible for myself i'll teach myself i will sit under preachers but no one man has control over my soul I'm that person in the passenger seat saying I got to get to heaven Like I'm going to be up the whole way You're not just driving me to heaven I got to play my part And you got to get that way too You really have to become A driver and in some cases a passenger When it comes to your dreams And the quicker you learn that the closer you get to your destination You need to know You know The traffic that we had to go through You need to know The turns The detours You need to know The, the mistakes Along the way You need to know How much gas we had When is the next stop Like you need to be Aware of all of that. It's your life. And I'm sure there are a number of you right now listening to this, and you can tell yourself who you let drive you this long. Because it's easy being a passenger, there's no risk. There's no responsibility. It's easy. It's even easier to be in the backseat. I don't even want to get on that. But some of you all are in the back seat of your own journey. Because you trust someone else to do everything else. And you won't get there like that. And so I need you to wake up. I need you to sit up I need you to be active In getting to your destination You can't sit back And let your relationship fail You can't sit back And be a passenger in your friendships You can't sit back And be a passenger In parenthood In marriage You can't sit back and be a passenger in church And you (laughs) Overall, you can't be a passenger when it comes to your purpose. The parts that you can't control, be alert and aware and involved. And you can take that however you want it and adjust wherever you need to. But stop sleeping on your dreams while somebody else is in control. Stop. That's on you. <laughs> like that. <laughs> like. Like. That's your fault Because if they slip And go Away they weren't supposed to go If they turn left When they were supposed to go right What can you do You're just a passenger With no say so You ain't even had a GPS Going from your side Like I need you up I need you up on your dreams But Neither here nor there We had a good time uh, In Houston it was a lot of uh, good food, uh, family that I hadn't seen in a while. Um, man, it was crazy because I told you, my mind is always going and just <laughs> turning and turning and turning. And one part, uh, specifically in the wedding, that really kind of caught my attention, uh, kind of going along with what we talked about, just like declaring your own independence and all of that. Um, beautiful wedding. We had fun. But. When it was time to, you know, after they give away the bride and it's time to do the vows, it was different because normally, you know, we read the vows. The preacher tells them this and, you know, and they repeat it and all that. And he said, um, he said, hey, they have their own vows. So they wrote out their vows, which is always uh, (laughs) different at weddings because you're so used to the norm. And. Uh, They wrote their vows And she went first And what she said that stuck out to me In in all of her uh, Reading of her vows She was like I'll follow you to the moon and back Because I trust you with my life And I was like oh (laughs) If I didn't hear nothing else I heard that loud She said I'll follow you to the moon and back because I trust you with my life and it really spoke because it lets you know the level of commitment to him and what I really want you to see is if someone goes to the moon and they have to come back it tells that they got to the moon and you don't get to stay at the moon you have you at some point you have to travel back which means whatever the destination is most times you don't get to live there you don't get to live in joy you don't get to live in happiness you don't get to live on a honeymoon you get to go and you have to come back there is a back and forth with emotions uh with finances sometimes, with health. She said, "I'll, I'll follow you, but I trust you with my life. And I need you to understand that when you make a vow, it really doesn't have anything to do with the other person. She didn't say, I'll follow you to the moon and back if you do this, if you say this, if you have this, If you look like this, if you skinny, if you in shape, if you sick, if she just said, I'm following you wherever you're going, I'm going. The vow doesn't really have anything to do. He can actually mistreat her. She's going. He cannot want to love that day. She's going. He cannot be feeling it. She's going. And you have to kind of get that mentality. You have to start making vows with your dreams. You're going to have to go to the moon and back and trust God with your vision, with your purpose, with your plan. And say, if it's good, God, I'm following. And really, this is a vow. You have to make a vow to your next level and say look this is different because whether it feels good all the time like this is a vow no if god never blesses you again you keep the vow if you get sick you keep the vow you lose a leg you keep the vow. you lose your eyesight whatever it is You have to start putting a vow on your dreams A vow On your plans And a lot of you, you have no vows You have contracts You you can rip up a contract You have promises That's what people do Girlfriends and boyfriends They make promises Girl, I never do Let me tell you I ain't gonna never do that. That, that I never, I never Anybody been through that, like in your relationships and even some of your friendships? And you know how I know that we have promises? Because this is what you say. I ain't think they'd ever do me like that. I ain't never think she would. I ain't never think he would. Girl, I just didn't think. You were talking to your homeboys, man. I just didn't see it from her. I ain't think. Because it's a promise that they broke. It's not a covenant vow. It's a promise. You can break a promise. You can rip up a contract. They do it in the NFL, NBA. You can be on contract and they'll cut you. (laughs) They will cut you. They give you guaranteed money and then they might cut you. You can rip up a contract. You can restructure a contract. But a vow, you got to keep. And a lot of you, you don't have a vow that you've made with your dreams. You don't have a vow that you've made with your plans. You don't have a vow that you made with the next level. You're not that committed. That's why, like, the first no you get, you done. The first time they don't support you, they don't come to your event. They don't share your little post. They don't buy your shirt. They they playing everybody else's music and they ain't playing yours. You quitting? Cause you just promised yourself you was gonna do it. Moon and back. <laughs> she said, "I'm going to the moon and back." There's a like it's a process to get to the moon and then you can't stay. You gotta come back and you can go back again, but you gotta like go and come back. You don't last. At the top Like there's a process But the minute Because you've made promises Because you've maybe made Contracts to yourself That you can rip up Promises you can break The first sign of defeat You are done She said I'm going to the moon and back Because I trust you With my life Let me ask you a question Do you trust your dreams that much? Do you trust God that he will reveal? Do you trust God enough that he will deliver? Do you trust God enough to where he'll bring you to the place of promotion? Do you trust God that the wilderness doesn't last that long? And if you are in the wilderness, it's for preparation. It's a building of your faith. Do you trust God that even though it takes you years to build an ark, the rain is still coming? Do you trust God like Abraham when he told him, just go to a land that I'm going to show you? Are you going to the moon and back? Because you trust God with your plans. You trust him with your life, you trust him with your with your soul. Are you marrying your process? Have you fallen in love with your dream and it stops there or are you going to commit and make a vow to it? Some of you just got somebody you (laughs) a dream you in love with. Like you would love to be an artist, you'd love to be a singer you'd love to be an entrepreneur you love to make clothes you love to start a business oh I'd love that and you're in love with that part but you, you, you won't marry your plans you don't have a for better or worse you don't have a in sickness and in health. You even have a to death do us part. It's scary because a lot of you have invested so much in relationships with one another, but you don't have a relationship with your purpose in life. You don't have a relationship with your vision. You don't have a relationship with your goals, and you in love with the thought of what could be, but you ain't in love with commitment. You won't buy no ring. Cause that makes it all the more real and some of you you have so much potential but you won't marry your process you have all of this potential you could do more you could be more and you're in love with the thought of that and even when people praise you on it you like that oh you sure can oh you good you oh you sure can't write oh you sure can do hair but you won't go get your license. You sure can't sing. No album out. They put music on the internet for free. You got SoundCloud. You got Spotify. You got Facebook Like, if you're an artist, you gotta be an artist. You don't need me to tell you you can sing no more. Like, you can sing. Okay. Marry the process. Follow it to the moon and back and trust God with your life. You have all of this potential and there's a difference. I heard this on a podcast when I was in the gym and he said, he said, it's it's a difference between saving and investing. And I was like, oh, he was like, yeah, a lot of people save money. They don't invest. He said it's a difference between saving and investing. Anybody can say like you put money aside. But investments give you a return. And so some of you have a talent that's never given you a return. Because you're full of promises and contracts and not covenant vows. It's, it's actually sad that you're that good at something, that you're that good at what you do and everybody knows it and you don't get a return from it. What you saving? Why would you die with what you have? And never see a benefit while you're here. Newsflash. You can't give us anything from the grave. I'm sorry. Whatever you are saving, like we're not going to get when you die. God forbid, like it's your time this year. I I pray not because a lot of people listen to me. They haven't released their (laughs) whatever they're supposed to release into the world. God forbid. But I can't do nothing with it when you did. We can mourn. We're going to come to your funeral. We're going to sing over you, speak over you and tell her how great you was. And then we're going to bury you and eat some chicken. And in your tomb and your casket in the dirt, your talent goes with it. Whatever you were saving, it goes with you don't get a return and we don't either. Stop saving where you should be investing. Invest in yourself. Like, (laughs) you got to write your own vows. Stop letting other people tell you what the process is going to be. Write your own vows. When I sat there at their wedding, I was like, oh, I came here just for that. I was like, "That, that was for me. Like they were saying they vows to each other, but when she was like, we did we we she was like we the exact opposite. Really, we shouldn't even be together. Like we the complete opposite. But I've learned that what you are, I'm not, and I need it. I respect it, and I need. It. I ain't trying to change you. Like I respect it, and I need it. It's for me. And whatever else you got, like, I'm going to follow you to the moon and back. I trust you with my life. I She said more, and that's all I took. I was like, she following my man to the moon. I don't even know if he planning on going. But if he is, she behind him. Because anybody who trusts you with their life, they trust you with their death. Which means if I trust you with who I am on earth, I trust you with who I'll be when I'm gone. That's a bold statement. Like he, I think that's why he was crying. He he didn't really know what to, he had his vows and I couldn't even hear him. If he listening, bro, I couldn't hear you because, (laughs) but I feel where you was coming from. She gave a charge to you. Like she following you whether it's good or bad. She trusts that you gonna make the right decision. This not a promise is what she's saying. This ain't something I intend to break. She said, "This is my life." And none of you, or I ain't going say none of you, a lot of you haven't gotten to the point. With your dream that you say this is my life And I'm going to go wherever it goes But I got to go You still in the relationship that you can get out of You ain't trying to marry that dream You don't really want that That's too much of a commitment And that's really like While you're in the same Position that you I just told you You have to declare Your independence You have to say like I don't know What y'all doing But I gotta do this And then after that You have to Like engage There's an engagement period Like when you first Step out on faith Like that's the engage It's like okay I've chosen this. My plan is to do this. That's what engagement is. I plan to marry you. we are going to get ready for it. But on that day, you got to make up your mind and say, this is a covenant vow that I'm about to make. And the only way I can get out of this is if I die. Are you that serious about what you want to do in life? For some of you, this is just a podcast like that you ride to and you cool And you like to hear me go in on some stuff and I talk to you a little bit, but you turn it off and you you go back to making promises to yourself. Like, you ain't really like. I'm gonna put it to you like this. I don't know your cost. Like, I don't know your cost. Like, I don't I don't know your cost. You do. I don't. And what I mean is, whatever you want, there's a price on it. And what you want to do is get a discounted rate. We love that. Oh, let me. Can I get it? Can I get a discount? Well, what do you have? What deals do you have? What specials do you have? Where's the clearance? America, <laughs> we, so, like, we never want to pay full price for nothing. But it ain't no discounts on your dream. I don't know your cost. Like I don't know the price you're gonna have to pay for what you want, but I can promise you you gotta pay that. It ain't it ain't it, like it ain't no shortcut. I don't know your cost. And I and I'm telling you this cause I'm like this. Like I try to take a shortcut here. Even when I go to the gym, I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna go at night because it don't be crowded. <laughs> I don't wanna pay the price. Like I don't wanna have to fight through the parking and it be high and I gotta walk from uh my gym is on Cooper. I gotta walk from Raising Canes all the way to the like. I ain't got nowhere to park. It's too crowded. I can't use them. Mach- like that's the part. That's a part of it. You gotta get in there when everybody else in there. There's a reason that it's packed at that time. There's the committed people go that time. You either going early in the morning or they going to the midday. People at night. I promise you, when I say I'm gonna go at night, I don't be consistent. Cause everything else happens in the day, and then I get tired or I start getting caught up in other projects. It, it, i don't want to pay that cost though it costs me to have to go at a time like when i get in there with everybody else that's the price you gotta pay you gotta eat certain things that's the cost i'm sorry but you ain't gonna lose no weight going to the gym and eating chick-fil-a and french fries you gotta pay the cost of everybody else paying You're going to have to burn some midnight oil, some late hours. You got to pay that cost. I don't know your cost. But I can say, I know a lot of you, you trying to avoid paying the price. Criticism is a part of the price. Some of you won't put what you have to do out there because you have to critique everything. You don't want no criticism. You scared. Like, you scared. It got to be perfect before you release it. I told y'all that. You're a perfectionist. You got to pay that price. Somebody not going to like your stuff hello like somebody can get on here and be like oh man he ain't talking about nothing on this podcast." okay bye but i gotta pay the price i gotta let it be blessed and criticized you scared to put your stuff out well i don't know if you have all this fear it ain't i don't have there there's no i don't care what book you read like don't play yourself it ain't no way you can get over fear except for doing it you have to do it. That's the cost. Being scared and doing it, that's the cost. You got to pay that. Ain't no discount. Is there a way I can do this and not be criticized? No. Is there a way I can do this and, and, and get, not be scared to do No. You got to pay the cost. Like, you, you, you're not going to be in control all the time. You're going to have to depend on God. That's the cost. Some of you are trying to save all the money and do all that. Well, I, I want to be. You know, pay the cost. It's going to be a season you ain't going to know where something's coming from. That's the cost. Some of you are scared to get in relationships. Well, i done been hurt. You got to pay the cost, baby. You ain't the only one been hurt. You think you're the only one, like you've been hurt, somebody done lied to you, somebody done cheated on you, stole from you, friends done did you wrong, done cut you behind your back. You got to pay the cost. That's the cost. If you're going to love again, it's going to hurt again. I'm sorry, but that's the, you got to pay that price. If you want it to be your wedding day and you up there and somebody reading vows to you, you're going to have to put yourself out there. That's the cost. That's most of y'all's fear. You don't want to put yourself out there. I don't care if it's your talent, if it's relationship, if it's church. Some of y'all ain't, ain't gonna go back to church because you know you know how they was. They still like that. Hello. Like they still like <laughs> it's gonna be some people that still like that. That's that that's people. But you gotta pay that cost and get out. You're gonna have to run the risk of getting your feelings hurt. You don't get to do this life And your feelings be protected I'm sorry I wish I could tell you otherwise You gotta pay the cost I don't know your price But I know you gotta pay it Like you gotta commit to that You gotta Like There's a vow And vows They don't assure you that the other person is going to keep that. You don't know that. But when it's your dream, when it's your vision, when it's your plan, you got to do. This is the thing. When Joseph was in jail and the people that were in prison, the cupbearer and the baker, and he was interpreting their dreams. One of them remembered him. The other one didn't just because he did something for him. Joseph interpreted his dream and said, Hey, remember me. And he didn't remember him. Now, what if he said, I'm, I'm not gonna ever do that for anybody else again? He got out of here and didn't remember me. He didn't, but the right person. <laughs> Read the story. Joseph could interpret dreams. And he did it for one person who didn't keep their promise. And if he shuts down and doesn't interpret the next person's dream, that next person can't tell Pharaoh, hey, there's a man in jail that you need to know. I said that to say this, your next like come up. Is connected to you trying again after rejection. Joseph had to pay that price. He didn't get to be in jail and be like, well, you know what? She done lied on me. That's why I'm down here. And I like I can interpret dreams and all, but I ain't doing it for y'all because y'all don't care about me. Y'all prisoners just like me. he could have had all that to say. But God gave him that ability to do that. Stop being selfish with what God gave you to do just because somebody hurt your feelings, just because they criticized your work, just because they walked out on you, just because they don't want you no more, just because they said you wasn't good enough, just because they fired you. Like, you can't stop. Because somebody, like, you got that, that's a part of the price. Somebody gonna say something, somebody gonna do something, somebody gonna take something, somebody gonna steal something. It ain't gonna be fair. I wish it was, but it ain't going to be fair. And you want it to be fair, that's why you won't start. You want to assure that the ride goes smooth and I can promise you it won't, it won't. And I'm telling you this because so many people they come in and they say, hey, you know, I want to start a podcast. I want to know what my purpose is. I want to know this. I want to know that. How did you do this? How did you think about this? Like what led you to it? They, they, they have a lot of questions for me. And in my mind, I'd be thinking, I don't know if like if they know how much this going to cost. They got a lot of questions for me. And in my mind, I'm thinking, do you know how I felt to be alone? But like before it was a podcast, it was me thinking like this. It was my own faith. I had coworkers who thought I was crazy. Like I still remember, like, it's hard to explain it to safe people. Are you ready for that? What about when it don't act like what's in your head? Don't add up to the people around you. When it don't add up with your pockets, when you like, it ain't no safe route. So as much as you falling in love with your talents and with your gifts, my first question to anybody is going to be, are you willing to pay? Like, can you afford this vision mentally, physically, emotionally, do you know how much it's going to take? Because if you don't You're going to quit I don't care how gifted you are you either going to quit Or you ain't going to never start You know how many people are Sitting on their talents Talent is the least of their worries They got other issues They won't even start I'm trying Like I'm trying to be as honest As I can with y'all Talent is the least It's the least of their worries They won't even start because they're looking at how much it costs and saying, "I don't know if I can afford to do that." I've actually uh, spent a little bit and it didn't feel good. They're saving and they're not investing. They've let some of it go and it didn't go like they planned, and they was like, "I can't spend no more." It's a gamble. It's a it's faith. I don't know when you're gonna hit, but you're gonna hit. You can't be around certain people Certain atmospheres You can't pray certain prayers And God not come through for you eventually It might not be pretty But purpose ain't pretty Joseph went through a lot Before he was (laughs) Second in command Working for Pharaoh He was 17 years old, came out in his thirties. I don't know if you're willing to pay that price. You're not married to your dreams. You just in love. You love the thought of what God could do through you. You ain't committed though. And God is waiting on you to make that shift from this infatuation with what he could do in your life to you committing and saying, Lord, whatever you're doing, I'm with it. Lord, I'm gonna follow you to the the moon and back. Trust you with my life. You don't have a vow you can make. You You don't wanna marry your dreams. You don't wanna marry this process. You scared. It ain't gonna get you nowhere. Fear is the number one killer of purpose. And you wasn't born scared. You was born in the image of God. You created. You have dominion. You have power. You rule. And you're talking about what's going to go wrong. You in control. Like <laughs> you got to commit. You got to commit. It's not going to be a comfortable ride. And, and and really what you have to do is stop being around people who make you feel like the route that you're taking. Is the best when it's not like stop being around people who pat you on the back. And not and they don't push you. A pat and a push is different. A pat and a push. On the Fourth of July, uh, Elena took Livy and Teddy out. They wanted to ride their bikes. Teddy wanted to play basketball. Livy wanted to ride her bike, and so Teddy wanted to ride his bike. And I and I told her, I was like, "Man, they getting old. It's time to take them training wheels off." And she was like, "Well, what age do you take them off?" I was like, "I don't know. They just took ours off and told us to ride." <laughs> Like, I don't remember the the age, but like, at some point, you have to ride the bike the way it was intended. Some of you are 20, 25, 30, 35, some of you well into your 40s, and you've never taken the training wheels off. You've had a comfortable ride, but you don't know how to maintain balance. You don't control your balance. You don't control your speed. You don't even control the bike, the wheels do. And you have a false sense of identity because you think you're doing something. And just because you're getting from point A to point B, you don't realize that if I take these training wheels off, you really don't even know how to sustain yourself because you never learned. The bike was designed to Ride without the wheels. That's the difference between someone patting you on your back and saying, Ooh, go, 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 and someone saying, Hey, let me take the training wheels off, and and you're going to have to fall. (laughs) Like you're going to have to fall a few times, but that's how you will learn how to control this vehicle. And once you do that, you can go fast, you can go slow. You can control everything. You'll you'll learn your balance. But I got to get you to take the training wheels off. It's not designed for you to ride with training wheels. Training wheels are for safety for people who don't know how to ride. It's not for people who are scared. You put a helmet on, knee pads to prevent certain things But some of you haven't taken the training wheels off your dreams and the people over you have allowed it. I said, I ain't going to take them back out here too long. You know, I take the training wheels off like they have to learn. They have to learn because this is the thing. The older that they get, they don't make bikes with training wheels. They're going to reach an age that if they buy a bike, the person that sells them the bike is going to expect them to know how to. You're going to reach an age in your life where people are going to expect you to know how to do things, how to maneuver, how to operate, how to live certain ways. And if the people above you haven't said you got to go learn it, you got to mess up, you got to get over your fear because this is what's best for you, you're doomed. You got to take the training wheels off of your vision, the training wheels off of your dreams, the training wheels off uh, uh, of the things that you say you want. You're so safe that you can't get it. And other people are riding circles around you. They're riding circles around you because you still got training wheels on your life. That's why you 20 something years old, 30 years old. I'm scared. I don't know. I don't know if this will work, I bet it won't, you ain't never really rode no bike. So you ain't even in the same conversation as other people because you've had a safety measure all of your life. Y'all do know it's people like our age, they can't ride no bike because nobody ever taught them and there are certain, it's not that they don't have the ability, they never learned. It's not that they don't know how to pedal. They never learned balance. They never learned how to ride it and feel safe on it. And some of you never learned how to cultivate and use your gifts without a safety tool. And the people around you have left the training wheels on and they've been cheering you on. Oh, right. Okay, right. Oh, you doing good. And you're not. Because in reality, like you can't go to the park where everybody else and ride with them because you got like you got your wheels on. They doing more harm to you than good. And I'm here to say, take the training wheels, take the safety off of what you really say you want and marry it. Learn it so well that you can ride it without fear and then commit to it. Become a student of what you say you want to do. Become a doer, become a rider, but not with fear. I know this is this is a lot in one show, but I have to tell you, like I've been because this is the feedback I've been getting. I want to do this, but I'm scared. Okay, well, we got going to talk about until you don't want to be scared. And, 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 And I want you to hear me. It's nothing wrong with running things by people. You should do that. I, t- I talked about in the earlier episodes, you have to have your board of advisors and your board of advisors are people around you that you trust with your vision. Your board of advisors are people that you run it by them before you put it in the atmosphere. Now, you don't have to take their word for it, but you should look, they should love you enough and you should trust them enough that they're going to tell you the truth. They're going to say, oh no, that's not it. Or this could be better. Or that's it. Go for it. They're gonna advise you. You trust them enough. You need to write down in your life who your board of advisors are. When you got something written down on paper, they need to see it. But if they say no, you the choice is still up to you. That's the only like that's the only advice I can kind of give you. To combat fear Like maybe put it in someone else's hands And say what you think But even that's hard for some of y'all Some of y'all can't give y'all Deepest, darkest passions To the person you love For fear of judgment and criticism And there's no remedy for that Except to do it You gotta build that muscle You just gotta do it Same with training wheels You just gotta ride (laughs) Like it ain't no special rule or weight Like you just gotta ride You just got to ride. So get your board of advisors, write them down, text them, keep up with them. Say, hey, help me with this. Uh, Do I need to edit this? Do you like this shirt? Do you like this idea? Do you like this song? Whatever it is, get your board of advisors, people you trust with your vision. Not people that's in competition with you. Not people that's jealous of you. Not people that's going to hate on you and not tell you because they don't want you to do nothing they can't do. I'm saying people you trust with your dreams. People that know if, if you win, they win. Board of advisors, we all on the same team people. I, you know, I got people that I released up to that, that I like, they know if I come into it tomorrow, they got it too. I just need them to tell me the truth before I put something out. And sometimes you just got to know a lot of times I move off my own instinct. I don't run nothing by nobody. If it work, it work. If it don't, it don't. I'm going to take it. I'm not scared. I can count the people that was like, I want to do a podcast. And and, and you can ask anyone. I'm gonna tell them, okay, go do it. Make sure you had a content. Don't really worry about all of the, you know, little small stuff. Anybody can do cover art for you, logos, songs, whatever. Don't worry about that. Have something to say. Make sure you have something to say, and then just do it. You're gonna learn as you go. But y'all so scared. I can't. (laughs) And the reason you scared is because somewhere in your history of life, only you know this. I don't know when and where, but somewhere in your history of life, you put something out and somebody made you feel a way about it. Or you've compared yourself to someone else. So, although we applaud you, you don't feel like you as good as the next person. And comparison is known as the thief of all joy, but it's the thief of progress as well. Because some of you will stop putting something out because someone else put something out wrong. You still got to do it. Comparison isn't bad if you use it right. It's just when comparison turns into jealousy or comparison turns into doubt. But if comparison is a tool for growth, you are right. Had Cain looked at Abel and said and compared offering to offering, he would have been okay. He compared acceptance to rejection. He didn't say, How is my offering different from my brother's offering? He said, God is pleased with him and not with me. And I don't like him because of that. In other words, what he said was, I ain't even run about giving no more because he ain't accept my offering anyway. So I'm going to make it about the person. That's what a lot of us do. When it comes to comparison, we make it about the person instead of saying. How can I make my offering like their offering? How can I better my gift like they better their gift? What tools and steps did they use? What uh, uh, direction did they take? Who did they talk to? You make it about the person because somebody accepted them and they didn't accept you like that. That's how you get. Fearful of ever offering us your gift again, because it's like, oh, I heard him and I realized I couldn't do that. You have to learn to use comparison as a tool for growth and not taking away your ability to produce. Don't be cane. All he had to do was go to Abel and say, boy, what you do to make God like, why God like yours? And Abel could have told him, man, I gave that fatted piece of the meat. Like I, I gave him all I like I, I, <laughs> my giving was strategic. Like I ain't want to just give God this. I cut this and I gave him this portion. And my portion was different. And he would have heard in Abel's response that Abel's heart was in the offering. Cain's offering Was more law based We supposed to give ain't we God didn't ask for something Let me get that to him And Abel was like I get the gift to God Oh man I can't come like that I got to. You know how we Fellas how we get on Valentine's Day Abel had a Valentine's gift Like His heart was in it He wasn't that man That's like well She won't, She want something Cause all them other Girls get something I got to give us I got to have. I go get this card. I get a card and some candy. That's all I'm doing, though, because, you know, I done gave her stuff through the year. Abel was like, "Ooh, I get the. He gave that big bear that you sit up and it's bigger than you. (laughs) But it was where his heart was. And so don't when you compare, don't 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 compare uh, gifts, compare motives, compare intent compare heart the bible even says that man looks out the outer appearance that's that's but god looks at the what heart he said that when uh jesse brought his sons in and uh uh samuel was trying to pick who was the king and he was like do you got another son he was like yeah i got another one but you don't want him you don't want david he out there with them sheep smelling like sheep and all that and and samuel was like you know you gotta bring me because what's Y'all looking at the outer and God was like, I want that boy for his heart. And that's really how we get uh, jealous because we're looking at outer circumstances. And when we learn to look at the heart, we can eradicate jealousy. I want you to look at the heart. Look at the intent before you get jealous of a person. Look at the intent. Before you compare gifts, say, do they got the heart that I got? Like, is they heart like mine? Because some people that you think is making it, they heart so bad they ain't going to even last long. You better compare in the right spirit. Some people you think is at the top, they heart so bad, and you got that pure heart, and you don't even know it. Like, you David. You about to be king. But I don't need you looking at Saul. I need you to just be you. Put your gift out there anyway. Don't look at him unless you're looking at his heart. Don't look at her unless you're looking at her heart. Don't look at her paycheck. Don't look at how many followers she got. Don't look at their crowd. Don't look at their relationship. Look at the heart behind the gift. Compare your heart to their heart and I promise you it's a different kind of like jealousy is over. Look at somebody and say I want their heart or I'm glad I got my heart. God will do the rest. But stop looking at someone else's gift and how it's received amongst other people without checking their heart and intentions. Jealousy comes when you're not sizing up the heart. Fear comes when you look at someone's produce and you don't look at their heart. You look at what they've produced, you don't look at their process. Abel had to go through something to give that fatted piece of meat. He didn't just be like, I'm going to give this to God. Like He had to go. He had a process that Cain didn't look at. And Cain, scared to give again, mad because he got rejected, All because he didn't look at the process and the heart of Abel. Some of you are fearful for no reason. You looking at me, you looking at somebody else, you looking at people who've been doing something for 10 and 15 years. You don't even know their heart. Put your gift out. One heart you know is yours. Are you Cain or are you Abel? I got to go, man. I don't even know. (laughs) I got to go. I ain't mean to go that long. I'm going to cut this one off, but I really need you to make a declaration and set yourself apart. You've had, you know, it's July. Turn the pressure up. Turn the heat up. We preparing for fall. I don't know what the season change is going to be. I can't say But I do know seasons do change. It's hot right now, but it won't stay like that. So apply pressure while you can and be ready for when the leaves fall off the trees. I got to tell you that. I got to tell you to declare your independence. Separate yourself from all of the things that are going on. You got to declare your independence. You are not like them and don't nobody else govern you. Stop being lazy in the drivers, in the passenger seat while someone else drives the vehicle to to your, your dreams. Be a part of the process. Be a part of the process. Stop saving where you should be investing. I think I'm hitting on everything I said. It's a lot in here. I don't even know what the title is. But, uh, oh, (laughs) the vow. Make the vow. Stop making promises that you can break. Stop making contracts that you can rip up. Make the vow. And lastly, check your heart. Before you look at anybody else, check your heart. Before you compare yourself to anybody else, check their heart. You really can't judge anybody because you don't know their heart. But we still need what you got. I don't care who put out what. Like, we want what you got. Like, don't anything anybody else do don't matter to me. I want what you have. So what, you don't look like them? Neither did David. So what, you don't have a skill set? Neither did David. Never been a king before? <laughs> You're worrying about the wrong stuff. Release your gift. But you got to fall in love with it and then marry it follow it to the moon and back trust it with your life what's your vow to yourself that's what I'm gonna get, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you chew on that before Monday mind shift but, and it's a lot in there and I want you to go back and play it but like what's your vow to yourself why are you comfortable with someone else driving you to destiny that's on you that's on you. Who lied to you and told you you were doing well, but you still got the training wheel on your dreams and visions. You can't control yourself or balance it. And so when I put you in an arena with people who do it at a high level, you still got the training wheels on because someone didn't to you your whole life and told you just because the bike is moving. That's the way it was intended to go. Ah, man, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. Y'all, play this back. It's a lot in here, it's jam packed. But I just want you to leave with a vow to yourself that you can make. I want you to write something down. What's your constitution? What's your bill of rights? What's your vow to yourself? What's the creed? What's the code? What do you live by? My generation, what do we live by? Y'all, loose out here, you ain't got no code. Anything goes in your relationship, in your family, in your churches, in your homes. Like what? What y'all live by? You wondering why you don't have more? You don't even like. You don't even believe in nothing. Friends ain't friends no more. Partners ain't partners. But you ain't even really honest with yourself. Like that. What do you live by? Why are you still putting stuff in your body you don't need to? What's in your constitution? When you declared your independence, can you declare from poison? Whether that's mentally, physically, sexually. Like, why are you still letting people have you that don't deserve you? Because you don't live by nothing and they know it. You... <laughs> why people still got access to you that you know don't need access to you two things you can't get back where you spend your time and what you do with your body (laughs) can't get them back you can drink it away you have a substance abuse problem you can sex it away can't get it back what you live by are you treating yourself like the person that deserves abundant life in other words are you treating yourself like you want god to give you life and life more abundantly if he does will you live to see it i need you to write down what you live by what your vow is You may not be anywhere closer to your dreams and your visions and your goals because God know you ain't going to be here long anyway because your choices, you don't don't have nothing you follow. You follow trends. I don't want to be too long on that one. Y'all, I've said enough. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna chew on this this weekend And we're going to see y'all Monday morning For the Monday Mind Shift Once again, like it Love it, rate it, review it Last thing, share it with somebody If it blesses you, give it to somebody else So they can be a part of this So they can, they can get what we have So they can be a part of the gifted family They can connect with us They can reach out to you, reach out to me And, and we just I don't know what you have that I need and, and, and vice versa Everybody We're we making it off other people's gifts We all got something that the next man got We all got We all like need something from the next person So the reason I say push this podcast Because eventually Like I said With every episode Somebody's coming to me with something they want to do Something they want to start We'll change the world in no time if everybody start working and operating in that gift what did i say purpose is identity in action be what you are <laughs> activate like activate it that's what you was here to do so i'm gonna let you hold on to that and then we'll meet back up uh monday morning early monday mind shift y'all be blessed Money sick, the rank People begging. that price of fame Me, I just want them fly the fame Haters hatin', see people change Love the family, they make, make the fame Both they'll take my breath away I just want them fly the fame